Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages. Since this isn't an entirely appropriate podcast for young children, we are your Court of Nerds, and we're on the road live from uh, Hoffman Estates, the village of. Uh, just outside Chicago, it is StarCast Weekend. We'll be bringing you a whole load of content based around what is being called Wrestling's Woodstock. Uh, reports have the tickets sold for that event alone at 8,000 tickets, not to mention the 10,000 for the sold-out all-in at the Sears Center on Saturday. With me today, as I am your host, Drew, John. Hello. And, of course, Benjamin Bye. Raven. Wow. Really, that's... Okay. Anyways, uh, so this is going to be a podcast a lot about what we're doing out here this weekend, a lot about what's going on. Um... So we're going to do some cool stuff. We might have a cool giveaway for you. So keep your eyes on our Facebook, our Instagram, and our Twitter. We're going to have some stuff for you. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, this whole wrestling's Woodstock thing. Basically, if there's a wrestler you loved from the 90s... They're either dead they're, or here. They're probably here. <laughs> like, let's... <laughs> you know. Uh, this is a really cool event. Uh, there's a great piece in ESPN right now on ESPN.com. On Conrad Thompson, who got this whole ball rolling on this thing. If you want, go back and listen. We've had Conrad on the podcast a couple of different times. It's been a blast. He's a really great guy, and uh, we're really excited for this whole weekend. But we also want to talk to you guys, since it's been a little bit since we checked in, about some of the stuff in the general nerd news. And we wanted to start off with something that's kind of old news now, but I figure we should at least talk about it. Uh, the Oscars adding a category for popular film. And what this means is there will be an outstanding popular film awarded each year that maybe the Oscar committee doesn't consider to be artsy enough to win Best Film, but it was still a great movie that sold a lot of tickets. It's kind of recognizing films that are able to maintain commercial success. So there's a positive and a negative side to this, and, and John, you're a big movie nut, and Ben, you are too, so I want to get you guys' thoughts on this. But... My thought here is that the pro is now stuff like Lord of the Rings could win an Oscar. Things like uh, Hellboy. Lord of the Rings did win an Oscar. Well, right, but I mean, again, you could have won it for any of them, not just posthumously for the last one because you made three really good movies. Fair enough. Okay? You could have had the Avengers win the Oscar that it so rightly deserved. Or Batman. Or Batman, exactly. So this category... This category writes that wrong, but it also poses the potential for another wrong, and, and that's the potential of, like, the Fast and the Furious winning an Oscar. Yeah. You know, and, and I guess, to me, the, the positive far outweighs the potential negative. If Vin Diesel wins an Oscar this way, so be it, whatever. But it also gives an opportunity to a lot of films that deserve it. To, again, the James Bond movies. I mean, if Idris Elba's about to be James Bond, write that shit up for an Oscar right now. Right. You know, it's it's one of those things where I like the potential far more than I like the negative. Um, and again, if some garbage movie wins a popular film Oscar, okay, cool. But if it also means that things like Avengers Infinity War could win an Oscar because it was a great movie and the culmination of ten years. Mm-hmm. Damn, I like that a lot more. John, what about you? I think this year is going to be, if, it, if they do it for this year's movies next year in 2019 I think they're going to have the biggest controversy on their hand with their new category right off the bat it is the Black Panther 
controversy. Does that movie deserve to have a Best Picture nod, or is it only going to get Outstanding Popular Film Award? Many people would say that Black Panther should be in the Best Picture of the Year category. I personally think it shouldn't. That is not saying I did disliked Black Panther, but I just didn't think it was Best Picture worthy. And I think I would put it in the Outstanding Popular Film category. But you're going to get the biggest controversy the first year of this award, I feel, with that movie in particular. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this. It feels so... It feels like both an out and a participation ribbon. And I think it's going to be used as an out by the Academy to give a film like Black Panther an Oscar rather than recognizing it as one of the best pictures of the year. I feel like I don't I don't see its value. I think it's lame. Really? I think it's really lame. I don't get it. I don't recognize with it. Most popular film? How about let the most popular one film just bring in the most money? Why do we need a trophy with that? Well, they do that with Star Wars films almost. It's like yeah. it's giving a chance for films like Star Wars who only get up for Oscars on special effects and sound editing and costumes to win a I guess, would it be a bigger award for Outstanding Popular Film? Like, say, the next Star Wars 9 is just incredible, because J.J.'s throwing all the stops at this bad boy, and it turns out to be a culmination of all nine films, and it's just wows the people. I think being a Star Wars film is probably not going to get nominated for Best Picture, but winning this award would be like, oh, sweet, it didn't just get sound edited. It gave it a little something more to round out the whole saga, to let John Williams do his thing for the final time, yeah. and to let J.J. finish the story that he should have just finished himself in the first place, perhaps. But I think I think the larger the larger issue, Ben, that you're raising is mostly with the Oscar committee itself. Mm-hmm. I agree with you there. But I guess if we're going to not get rid of the Oscar committee the way it currently exists... I think this at least gives a little bit more credence to the fact that what they consider art might not be what's popular. Yeah. You know, and that's been the case, and you know this as someone in the media, that's been the case for years with art. Mm-hmm. Things that are popular aren't necessarily considered art. Teen Titans Go is super popular. You wouldn't call it art, but guess what? It still got a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes the first weekend. Yeah. Like... Sure did. That's a movie that I think would win outstanding popular film but wouldn't even be considered for Best Picture. Yeah. I think Best, best Picture is going to end up being the artsy award. It's going to be the, you know, Naomi Watts made an independent film this year award. And, I, and, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to take a shot at Naomi Watts. I'm just, you know, no, yeah. throwing that out there. It, it just feels like another out for them not to change. No, and they're not going to. They're, like, in the current iteration, they're not going to. And until something is done about that... This is, this is, you're right, it's a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. But I'll take the Band-Aid. After, you know, after all the crap, like, Creed should have won an Oscar. I thought Creed was the best movie that came out that year. I don't hesitate to say that. I thought Michael B. Jordan should have been up for an Oscar for that, and for some reason Sylvester Stallone was instead. But I can't change all that stuff. What I can do now is say, ha, Creed won Most Outstanding Popular Film. Whether or not you consider it art, you had to recognize the impact that it had culturally. And I think, to me, that's the bigger win, is to kind of give that award 
and and I get it's a cop out. It absolutely is a cop out, but it's something. And I think at this point, something is better than the nothing that the Oscars have given to popular films in past years. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. I, I don't know. It just yeah, it just it's another cop out. It's just another. I don't know. Are you really going to get hyped up about most popular film? Like, if the most popular film is the most popular film, you already know it's the most popular film. But I think it's I think it's a category that at least will spread more argument because you'll be able to argue about movies you've seen. You know, right now, for the most part, when you're talking about the Oscars, the best picture category, you're like, I haven't seen that. That wasn't playing here. That only played at Woodland. Exactly. <laughs> and with this new category, it's you'll be able to get a bunch of different types of movies because you'll be able to get your... Alien movies. You'll be able to get your Star Wars. You'll be able to get your superhero mm-hmm. movies. There'll be so many different kinds of movies in this popular movie category that can be rewarded for their originality and for you know, like this is an award I would like to think Kickass would have had a shot at. Yeah, you know, or or something along those lines that just kind of came out of nowhere and was great. So that's where I'm at with it. But again, Ben's got a good point that it is, to a certain extent, a complete cop-out by the Academy to actually change. I don't disagree. Yeah, no, I don't think anyone disagrees with that, that it is a cop-out by the Academy. Yeah, I can't get excited for it. No, and I'm not saying you should. But I think that, in general, it's a good idea to like re-engage people with that award show and to give people kind of more of a stake in it. Mm -hmm. So that's where we're at with that. John mentioned while we were talking about that, by the way, J.J. Abrams coming back on board for Star Wars Episode Nine and just pulling out all the stops for that. John, do you want to give people a quick update on some of the latest casting news for your favorite franchise? Well, we got the Doctor Who is or actor, yeah, Matt Smith is joining the cast, and the Lord of the Rings actor Dominic Monaghan, which now puts, I believe, four different characters in both Lord of the Rings and Star Wars movies combined, including Christopher Lee and a few others I don't know their names off the top of my head but it's really cool that they're cross they're crossing uh, both movies right now so well it's Dominic back with J.J. Abrams and, yeah. and the performances that J.J. got out of Dominic on Lost are legendary exactly mm-hmm. so jo- just having those two guys join the cast is really fun it seems like he is literally doing everything he can at this point to make Star Wars 9 what the fans really want because of the backlash of The Last Jedi, which we still hear think is a good movie for the most part. Right, so. again, listen, <laughs> upon subsequent watching, sure, you're going to find other things to pick apart, and when people make a point about something, you kind of look at it a little differently, absolutely. But, you know, again, the casino scene is probably the most controversial thing outside of the, uh, the light speed battleship jump. But also, like, bringing back Lando Calrissian a.k.a. Billy D is coming back to the franchise. Right. And J.J. coming out and saying that they will not be digitally enhancing Carrie Fisher. They're going to be using her uncut or unused footage from Force Awakens and The Last Jedi to fill in the gaps that this movie will need to enhance her character and or kill off her character at some point. Right. Wasn't it rumored that they filmed a scene for Force Awakens where Leia died? Ooh, I, ooh, I don't know. As a rumored, like I, it's, it was like an internet whisper. Hmm. You know, no one ever verified it yeah, or anything. That's, that's Star Wars for you. Rumor, rumor, rumors. Well, I know. I'm just saying. And yeah. there's lots of rumors coming out for this movie already about 
Kira and Han Solo and Rey's lineage and everything going on in that faction and whatnot, and it's just like, uh, people, people, this is why you got so disappointed with the Last Jedi because your theories didn't come true, and people got sliced in half, and you weren't happy about it. <laughs> and Rey's nobody. Where? I think I say you just keep it the way it's going. Because when you have people like Simon Pegg come out and say that J.J. had some sort of, like, lineage that was meaningful for Ray, it just gives people another reason to scream about what Ryan Johnson did. And it's just like, this is the way that it was going to be. J.J. was going to do his movies and decided to hand over the throne and somebody else took over. And that's why Colin Trevorrow kind of bailed because he wanted to use characters that Ryan killed. Also, his other movie that he made was terrible, and Disney was like, "Yeah, maybe we don't really want you." Yeah, listen, we don't need Star Wars Episode Nine, The Book of Henry. Okay, no one wants that. <laughs> so it's just like, I just want the fans to go into this with open mind because it's going to be the end of the Skywalker saga. Dear God, I hope it's the end of the Skywalker saga, and we have so much more to look forward to. With the John Favreau TV show and the, the guys who did Lord or Game of Thrones are doing their own trilogy, and Ryan Johnson getting his own trilogy still in the books as well. So, so much, so much so Star Wars much. is coming. Let's just put a good end to this. Let's make all nine movies come together: the prequels, the originals, and the sequels, and let's all have a happy ending. Dear God, please. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. What else do we have on the docket today? What else do we want to talk about today? There's one other thing. The DC streaming universe. Yes, thank you. We have a launch date for DC streaming service. It is September 12th, also known as Batman Day, apparently. Uh, they will be launching it, and then I believe the Teen Titans premiere, or Titans as they're calling it, is launching in October. Uh, the DC streaming service has also been reported to be the only place you'll be able to see Young Justice Season 3 and Young Justice Outsiders. Uh, they will also, I think, be having an animated Wonder Woman show. Uh, it's the 15th of September. The 15th. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. We're on the road, all right? I'm not, you know... <laughs> if you saw this setup right now, you'd probably laugh, but we might got be like semi-impressed as well. We've got a Nintendo 64. <laughs> John's, like, wrapped in a shoot. <laughs> I'm in sweatshorts. We're a mess. But we're here. We're out here. We're doing the thing. Um, thank you, by the way. Oh, my alarm's going off on my phone, too. John, why don't you tell people about the DC streaming service while I go turn the alarm off on my phone? Okay. Well, the DC streaming <laughs> service is going to have all of the animated movies, I believe, on there. Yeah. They're going to have Young Justice Seasons 1, 2, and the new Season 3 coming at you. The Teen Titans show. You're gonna. It's just going to be... It's going to be pretty good, and you can still get it right now, I believe, for $75 a year. Yeah. And I think we're going to get it, aren't we? Oh, so we can we can steal and share? Yeah, that's... Like that's, we do with everything else? Oh, hey that's now. talks. Uh, yeah. And it comes with all the books backlogged, right, Drew? Uh, it's going to come with... Some of them. Yeah, reportedly an impressive backlog of the DC library. Okay, here we go. It's gonna. This is from the Verge. Uh, platform's launch date will coincide on Batman Day, uh, September fifteenth. Service will run seven ninety nine a month, seven forty ninety nine for fifteen months, 
Um, oh, it's the first three months are free, and subscribers who sign up before the September 15th date will be entered into a contest to win a tour of Warner Bros. Studio and a ride in the Batmobile. They will also get a physical omnibus of the new Teen Titans mailed to them. Oh, wow. And that is uh, via The Verge. So cool. That's cool. Yeah, that, this seems this seems cool, right? Oh, yeah, no, I'm excited about this. I, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I'm incredibly thrilled. We actually hosted the uh, panel for Weissman and Vietti, a couple of the guys who are working on Young Justice Season 3, and some of the stuff that they were telling us was just phenomenal, and I'm super excited for it. Um, the character designs look great. I believe the entire voice cast is back. So it's it's really going to be a direct continuation. Um, I'm assuming they'll do another time jump. That show loves time jumps. Yeah. Uh, which is fine. I don't care. You've got so many heroes to play with in the DC universe. Might as well get your hands on as many of them as you can. And you can tell so many big stories. Um, and, and again, you know, the way Young Justice Season 2 left off, you had just introduced the biggest of bads and uh, teamed up with Vandal Savage. Just looks like it's got a recipe for disaster that I am here for. Um, mm -hmm. Young Justice is one of my all-time favorite animated TV shows. Like, in my mind, it's right up there with Batman the Animated Series. And... So to get more of that along with the backlog, I mean, guys, if you're not familiar with DC's animated catalog, it is phenomenal, and it is much larger than I think you realize. Like, this is going to have, and Ben, can you verify this for me? I remember seeing that it's going to have the Batman the Animated Series HD streaming. Yes. That is awesome. That alone is worth the money. Guys, the Batman the Animated Series HD remasters? Holy shit. Yes, that's happening. Confirmed. Yeah. So we're going to get this. This is going to happen. We'll give you guys some reviews as we kind of explore it. But it's really big, so it's going to take us a while to get through all of it. Yes. Um, but Ben, we, we recently introduced you to the DC Animated Film Catalog, and you were pretty impressed by all of that, yeah? Went through all of them. You just, like, ripped through them. Yep. Yes, I did. So. The only thing that I do not like about it is mm -hmm. that it's strictly DC stuff. Like with when you, Dis you like you want to get like the other Warner Brothers stuff, kind of. Okay. Because like, when Disney is doing theirs, you're gonna at least get, I was I would assume anyway, the Pixar's on top of the Marvels on top of the regular Disney animation, and everything that Disney covers. So Star Wars, on you know all yeah. of that stuff. So you're gonna I seemingly get a lot more out of the Disney streaming service than you would the DC service. So if, if Warner Bros. did something along those lines where they put all their other movies and everything, I feel like you may be able to get a little more out of your buck. But only being $7.99 a month, I guess it's really not that bad, but I feel like it's the beginning of the end because you're going to have to have so many streaming services and so many devices hooked up to your TV to try to watch all this. It's just going to get bad. Like, movies anywhere... The great app, Movies Anywhere, yeah. is awesome because you can load up everything. You can load up your iTunes, your Google Play, your Voodoo, and you can put all of your digital downloads on it, and you can get watch all your movies on one app, which is great because everything was trying to make it so you needed this, and you needed this, and you needed this. But now that they're doing it all in one place, it seems like... It's a lot easier, and with Disney putting all of their stuff in one place, it's going to be easier than trying to just have to go back and forth to the DC 
and not getting anything else on top of it. Just being devil's advocate, we're yeah. still going to get it, but I just don't know if it's going to be as entirely worth it as the Disney one would be, seemingly. But Disney's also the juggernaut that it is, so. Yeah. I say Disney still should just buy Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I think they own Hulu now, so I don't see them buying Netflix. I also don't know what they're going to do with Hulu. But they do already have a couple of their properties that are available streaming on Hulu. A lot of the Disney XD stuff is there. Um, and also uh, Cloak and Dagger streams there. Mm-hmm. And as does the phenomenal Runaways, which has season two coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys aren't caught up on that, highly recommend it once again. Um, but no, it's, it's a weird time where it seems like having cable is becoming more and more a tough thing to do. Like, I like having cable, but that's because you and I watch a lot of live sports. It's really only for sports at this point. Right. Well, well, you know, I like HBO. But, that's but you more don't need TV. HBO. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. No, that's no I mean, TV. like, you don't need... It's not TV. Do you hear him over there? <laughs> They're not slogans. But you also don't need cable to have HBO. You can still get HBO on its own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can get it as a standalone. You don't need... You don't need pretty much anything anymore. You can get Star. You can buy Stars without a cable package. You can buy HBO without a cable package because you can watch it on your Fire Stick. You can yeah. watch it on your computer that plugs into your TV or your Roku or your Google Chrome or whatever. You can get all of that stuff. It's like reality TV and sports. That's all is on cable at this point, I feel. All right. <laughs> well, productive chat about all of that and whatnot. Um give you guys a little bit more background yeah we are we mentioned it before we are doing this podcast uh live from our hotel room in hoffman estates um this weekend we'll be bringing you guys full coverage of starcast 18 uh as well as saturday nights all in which is live from the sears center uh it will be available to you for free on wgn america the first hour starting at six o'clock which will feature the over-the-budget Battle Royal and a tag team match between two of the most veteran tag teams in Ring of Honor. Uh, should be a great pre-show. Should be a lot of fun. You can get the event itself all in on the Fight TV app. You can also get it with the Ring of Honor Honor Club or with New Japan World. A lot of ways to watch. A lot of ways to be a part of it. And you can also be a part of StarCast this weekend with us. You can buy the entire weekend on Fight TV and see all the panels just like you were here with us. $99.99. If you're not, it's okay. We're going to provide you guys with a lot of coverage of what's going on. Um, ben on Saturday is entered in Sammy Callahan's Nintendo 64 tournament, which will also feature comedian and a guy we're all big fans of, Ron Fungus. Um, going to be a lot of fun stuff. Ben, why don't you tell people what you're looking forward to covering the most as far as the panels go this weekend? Uh, starting of Thursday, I'm very, very excited for the Botchamania panel with Ron Funches. Um, I've been a Patreon supporter of Matthew for a couple of years now. Uh, I've been watching the show since early, early on. Obviously a big fan of Ron Funches. Just really excited to check that one out. Uh, the WCW, Death of WCW is going to be fantastic. Um, hopefully we get to talk to Eric Bischoff this weekend. Uh, that's something that's hopefully coming through the wire, and that'll be cool, and the Bruce vs. Eric debate with Conrad uh, moderating is going to be fantastic. Like, that's going to be... If you're a fan of something to wrestle, or 83 weeks, 
that's a can't miss event. Like that's those guys are gonna go at each other. They're not gonna hold back. It's gonna be fantastic. Eric has been studying his ass off. It looks like according to eighty three weeks and. Bruce is just going to show up and kick ass, and he's been talking some mad shit on Twitter, and it's just hilarious. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a good time all weekend long. We're really excited to be out here. Um, we're going to bring you guys everything that we can. Austin's meeting up with us later today. Uh, we're going to game plan with him, so keep an eye on social media for all of that. Of course, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Court of Nerds. Um, and it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really just looking to have a good time out here and bring you guys a really cool experience from our perspective. Um, Friday, keep a close eye on us. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff on Friday. Be looking for live videos. Be looking for podcasts throughout the day. Uh, and we're going to try and actually shoot some like regular video for you guys and see how the hell that goes. I mean, Ben's at least good looking, so that'll help us out. Um, special thanks. Special thanks. Like, for real, we, we couldn't be here this weekend without our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. Uh, Gavin, D, Abby, and the rest of the staff there are phenomenal. We highly recommend stopping in and saying, hey, make sure you watch the live Facebook videos every Wednesday on the Tardy's Collector's Corner Facebook page starring John of Court of Nerds. Hey, you. Hey, he's that guy. He's, he's the handsome devil with the mustache. Um, and he and Gavin give you what's new each week. Uh, my pick this week was the Nightwing Annual Number 1. Because it puts my favorite writer right now, Ben Percy, with my favorite artist right now, Otto Schmidt, uh, reteaming them from their kick-ass Green Arrow run. Uh, big thanks as well goes out to Mark, Brittany, and the crew at Grand Rapids Comic Con. We love them very, very much, and we cannot wait for this year's Comic Con, November 9th through the 11th, at the DeVos. Tickets on sale now, and I believe there are still some available to pick up at local comic shops. So stop in, get your tickets. And we will see you at Grand Rapids Comic Con November 9th through the 11th. Uh, last and definitely not least, a gigantic thank you goes out to David and the guys over at Wasted Brand Clothing. They gave us a bunch of swag bags to hook up celebrities with. We'll also be rocking their gear all weekend long out here at StarCast. Wasted is a local company. Shop local, buy local, love local. Get wasted. Go to wastedbrand.com today and check them out. Ben, Ben, is anything? Did we get everything in there? We do okay? Yeah, no, yeah, we're live on Friday. We're going to have some sweet interviews. We're going to be looking to grab people. Uh, look out for look out for some coverage tonight. I'm going to be attending the, these panels and events as a fan and as a media person. So I'm going to be doing write-ups. I'm going to be doing no video. We can't do video in there just because of the Fight TV contract. So if you want to see video, buy it at home. Yep. We're going to be tweeting. I'm going to be doing my journalist own thing, so... Just uh, follow us, court underscore of underscore nerds on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, Court of Nerds. I'm at Benjamin S. Raven. John's at JCal. Give me the numbers. 2387. 2387. And Drew is at? Uh, at Big Drew C-O-N. Big Drew, Big C-O-N. So we out here. We out here. We doing the damn thing. Uh, again, make sure to check us out at thecourtofnerds.com. And if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes, Please leave a review and rate us. It helps more people hear our terrible message.